Our Father who art in heaven, you gave poetry as my gift, so thine will be done from my tongue, on paper, as it is on the mic. And lead me not into vulgarity. Please deliver me from self-gratifying lines. You own my stanzas, my metaphors, and hyperboles. Allow me to spit with the power of Samson and to deliver with the tenacity of the woman at your hymn. I'm a conduit. I pray your words to saturate souls. For thine is my pen, my iPad, and my notebook, both now and forever. Amen. What the deal? This is Luck, a.k.a. Good Luck, and you are listening to Ink and Pad Podcast, Poetry for the People, straight like that. Family, welcome to episode 10 of Ink and Pad Podcast, Poetry for the People. If you are new to my podcast, I am Kayatana. I am your host, your facilitator, your poet at large. We are on episode 10, y'all. Can you stand it? Episode 10. I remember at episode one, I was quaking in my boots like, really? We about to do this? But here we are. We started from one. Now we're here. So this is the Mother's Day edition. Yeah, I know Mother's Day was Sunday. This is Friday. I really wanted to pay homage to mothers via poetry. And dads, your day is coming, but this is about the mothers. Okay. So let's hop into this thing. First thing I want to talk about is a fun fact, but not a poetry fun fact. You know, I live in the United States of America. We celebrate Mother's Day on the second Sunday of May, along with a whole handful of countries like Antigua and Barbuda, Australia, Bahamas, Central African Republic, Chile, And if I'm saying these names wrong, please forgive me. Uh, Namibia, Netherlands, Puerto Rico, Samoa, Zambia, Zimbabwe, Uruguay, Vietnam. It looks like on this list I'm looking at, it looks like there's at least 40 other countries that celebrated on the 2nd of May. I didn't realize different countries celebrate Mother's Day on various days until I was at work and my coworkers were running around, happy Mother's Day. I'm like, um, that's Sunday, y'all. <laughs> okay, so the countries of Mexico, El Salvador, and Guatemala celebrate on May 10th. I was like, say what? I mean, I knew countries celebrated on other days, but, well, I ain't gonna lie. I didn't, for real. So, yeah, um, May 10th, Mexico, El Salvador, Guatemala. May 26th is Poland. May 30th is Nicaragua. Last Sunday of May is Algeria, Cameroon, Dominican Republic, France, Haiti, Madagascar, Mali, Morocco, Niger, Senegal, Sweden, and Tunisia. August 12th, way in the summer, is Thailand. October 15th is Malawi. March 8th, is Albania, Armenia, Belarus, Bulgaria, Russia, Serbia, Vietnam. Second Sunday of February is Norway. Fourth Sunday of Lent is G-U-E-R-N-S-E-Y, Ireland, Isle of Man, Jersey, Nigeria, and the United Kingdom. 
Yes. So for some countries, this episode is late. And for some countries, this episode is coming right on times. So depending on where you are, matter of fact, for Egypt, Iraq, Jordan and Kuwait and Lebanon, Mother's Day is on the 21st, which is this coming Sunday, as well as the United Emirates and Yemen and Qatar and Saudi Arabia and Somalia and Sudan and Palestine. Their Mother's Day is coming up. So happy Mother's Day to the countries who has not celebrated Mother's Day yet. And this is a end of Mother's Day week celebration for everybody else. Okay, so. (laughs) All right. So, yeah, um, you know, this is a short and quick episode in regards to Mother's Day. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you. Exodus 20 and 12 tells us to honor our father and mother. Then you will live a long, full life in the land the Lord your God has given you. So that was just a little something to, you know, to remind us believers that, you know, it is in the word that we are to honor our parents. This is one way I do this, and I encourage you to do the same. So at the end of my commentary and suggestions for the book of the day, and um, a poem I'm going to share from another poet, I'll be inserting two clips. One will be from Mother's Day last year at my church's high tea, celebrating Mother's Day in honor of Lady Norma Fisher, who was the mother of my current pastor um, at Greater Zion Church family, Lady Norma Fisher, Reverend Lady Norma Fisher. And uh, I did a poem there. And then this year at the same event, I did another poem for Mother's Day. So, you know, just, you know, quick little podcast, you know, honoring moms everywhere. And I'll do the same for the dads next month. Fret not my kings across the world. I got you. Okay. so I wanted to share this poem. I was looking up some poems about moms. I found all kind of stuff. I was trying to find things that was familiar to everybody. And I came across an interesting one from Edgar Allan Poe, of all people. I'm going to read a little snippet of his bio if you're not familiar with Edgar Allan Poe. He was born January 19th, 1809. He died October 7th, 1849. He was an, an American writer, poet, editor, and literary critic who is best known for his poetry and short stories particularly his tales of mystery and the macabre, which is why I was surprised that he had such a nice poem about his mom. So he's known for poems that are like a little grisly, like the Raven. And I'm not going to say I I'm, I study his work, but I do know that he writes to the left, if you will, in my opinion. But to see him write such a tender poem, it was intriguing to me. He is widely regarded as a central figure of romanticism in the United States and of American literature. He was one of the country's earliest practitioners of the short story and is considered the inventor of the detective fiction genre, as well as a significant contributor to the emerging genre of science fiction, which makes complete sense. He is the first well-known American writer to earn a living through writing alone, resulting in a financially difficult life and career. That's kind of sad to hear. Keep going, y'all. I know poets personally who've made a living 
as a writer and performing poet, spoken word poet. So um, Sekou Andrews, Sheehan Von Cliff, Poetry Smith, just to name a few. So it's doable. But I know back then it was probably very, very difficult. But the poem Edgar Allan Poe wrote that I want to share is called To My Mother. And it goes, and it goes, because I feel that in the heavens above, the angels whispering to one another can find among their burning terms of love, none so devotional as that of mother. Therefore, that dear name I long to have called you. You who are more than mother to me and fill my heart of hearts where death installed you. In setting my Virginia spirit free, my mother, my own mother, who died early, was but the mother of myself. But you are mother to the one I love so dearly, and thus are dearer than the mother I knew by that infinity with which my wife was dearer to my soul than its soul life. That's that piece. Go ahead, Edgar. So it's a very tender poem, but here's the... Here's the catch, the plot twist, if you will. Although this wasn't, according to this article I read, although this wasn't Poe's most famous or best poem, they give that, they say they give that prize um, to the Raven. His To My Mother is an example of the Shakespearean sonnet form. And it is a touching tribute to mothers, but it's neither his birth mother nor his foster mother, but instead the mother of Poe's wife, Virginia Clem. So that was a poem about his mother-in-law, who was also his cousin, Miss Clem. And just 13 years old when Poe married her in 1836, she died in 1847. Yeah, this is a poem about his mother-in-law, which shows that you can write a poem about anyone or anyone who is influential in your life. And that's a given. Okay, so yeah, Edgar Allan Poe to my mother. So the writing prompt, of course, is write a poem about your mom or mother figure. Okay, whoever that is, whatever that looks like for you, even if she's your auntie, your TT, your TDM, how they say in New Orleans, or however you call her, you know, if it's your if your grandmother raised you, you know, if your aunt raised you or stepped in as a mother figure, you know, your actual mother, your your mother-in-law, uh, you know, someone, your foster mother, whoever you want to write about, that was a mother figure to you. And it doesn't have to be a glowing, you know, all meaningful roses, glitter and sunflowers poem. You know, if whoever your mother figure, you know, did some things that need to be called out, but you don't want to necessarily insult them, but you need to get it off your chest, put it in a poem. Child, listen. Everything ain't all roses and glitter. All right. So, you know, just write it down. Now, I say be mindful of, of, of sharing it with them. You don't want to kick up no dust. You know, they don't necessarily have to see the poem. All poems don't have to be shared. But, you know, if you need to write it down and, and get it off your chest, do that. Because to me, poetry is very therapeutic, very cathartic, if you will. So, and speaking of which, if you've had the unfortunate experience of losing your mom definitely write a poem to her 
in homage to her, in reverence of her, in memory of her, it will definitely help you get through this season of Mother's Day celebrations and festivities, no matter which country you live in, no matter where you are. This is rough for some people who have lost their moms. So I encourage you to, you know, channel those feelings towards, you know, writing about mom. Write a poem about your mom or mother figure, okay? The book of the day is Dear Motherhood, a collection of real and raw romantic poetry and prose by Mrs. Emma Heathy. H-E-A-P-H-Y. Okay. Again, is Emma Heathy. Early Motherhood Poetry Book Collection. And I, it did not say the author. Okay, it says the publisher is Emma Heathy. And it was published April 28, 2021. And it's 258 pages. Yeah, Dear Motherhood by Emma Heathy. Early Motherhood Poetry Book Collection. Okay. So, you know, just a quick little something, something for the peoples in regards to mothers. Again, if you're in the States, happy belated Mother's Day. If your Mother's Day celebration in other countries has passed, happy belated Mother's Day. For the upcoming Mother's Day celebrations, happy Mother's Day to all the moms and mom figures hither and yon. Okay, I wish you well. I wish you prosperity. And all the happiness your hearts and hands can hold. All right. Following this will be two clips entered um, for two Mother's Day poems I've done over the years. Okay. All right. Until next time, grab your ink, grab your pad, and write on, y'all. Mama was the one who did it all. Be it in partnership with dad or flying solo with a hand-picked village, she loved us beyond kisses and hugs. She sacrificed everything so we wouldn't need for anything and we never knew if we had nothing because we had everything. If we were on the verge of struggle, she let us be kids by not worrying us with the details because it is in the details where the devil is often found and anywhere the devil is, mama was sure to bind him up and cast him back to the pits of hell. Amen. Late, in the middle of the night, mm -hmm. awakening us with the fiery praise tucked in the pit of her stretched love belly and blessed oil slicked on her fingertips, wiping cohorts and imps away from our foreheads in the shape of the Trinity. Then she, sometimes climbing into bed just to cuddle the nightmares away, tucking us in so that we can sleep, but we rarely saw her sleep. Still, she would dream a million dreams for us until we could dream a little dream of our own. She protected us with her whole being as if, as if she was a security guard and no one was getting in but Christ himself. Be it a praying mom, a laying on of hands mom, or a mom with hands, we knew she would go to the ends of the earth for us. She would pull out her tattered mustard seed for the 5th 11th time on our behalf just to move heaven and mountains for us. And even if we were foolish to give away our seeds of faith, she kept extras hidden in the bosom of her know-how 
with more mom hacks and tricks than Felix the cat, reaching into her bag of I got this child while shooing us away so she could have the grown folks business. We made pledges to buy her the grandest of homes and promised to take care of her until the end of time. But for some, that somehow did not include her leaving our side. Be it earth side or on the streets of gold, mama, you are loved, you are admired, and you are adored. More than ever, know that we could never show you this type of love. Thank you for choosing us. Thank you for staying. And thank you for praying. Happy Mother's Day from our heart to yours. Just when I thought I ran out of poems, haikus, and soliloquies to extol the greatness of your station, God imparted memories, smiles, and recall touches for me to bask in. Mama, thank you for smiling when you found out I was nestled in the warmth of your creation. And even if said moment was met with tears, you still chose me, so that's a win. Thank you for letting me swipe your plate repeatedly while trying to figure out food textures and taste, and thank you for the nutrition you hustled up when times were rough. Making five-star meals out of $5 and stretching it out until paychecks, blessings, or food stamps hit your account. Thank you for the jiggle in your arm when you prepared said meals because I know that each jiggle said an independent prayer for every spoonful I would consume and each jiggle sprinkled just a bit of oh thank you Lord into each dish and I felt the soul of your food when you smiled while I ate the provisions provided. Thank you for protecting my skin with mounds of Vaseline over the years. Growing my hair with coconut, blue, grease, and sulfur aiding, sometimes all mixed together. You made sure I was moisturized and glowing, that I had clean clothes smelling like a cross between your perfume and mama's hymns, or clothes that made sure I at least looked like I belonged to somebody so that somebody would know that I had people in my corner should they ever forget that I was somebody. Thank you for the life lessons, the try this and the this is how you do it sessions. They shaped who I am today. Thank you for exampling strength, grace, and tenacity. Even when I heard you upset in the other room or on the phone with TT and them, no matter how I eavesdropped and heard the real deal, you presented your good face. And even if you gave it to me from the hip, Raw and unfiltered, I am thankful that you thought enough to loop me in. Thank you for sharing the stories of your past, good, bad, or indifferent. They taught me what to do, what not to do, or how to do it different. Most of all, I thank you for your prayers, for kneeling on your pine soul lace knees, standing in the shower, or sitting in your prayer closet, beseeching and begging God to make it all right on my behalf for going into battles with demons you had no idea existed until I arrived. You covered me in your best know-how, and sometimes you didn't know how, but because of you, shrouded in God's will, I made it this far. I placed this letter in hugs and filled it with kisses, and even if delivered to you in heaven by way of dreams or ruminating over photos covered in tears, I love you with every fiber of my being. Happy Mother's Day, Mom.
You are listening to Ink and Past Podcast Poetry for the People. I love you. I love you too, Mom.